this week on Video Death Loop. Plus, we're establishing a residency. Welcome to Video Death Loop, the show where we watch a video on loop until one or both of us can't take it anymore. I'm your host of this week, John Hurst, and over here is my co-host, Aaron Littleton. Did your voice just drop there? Like, the- like dropped or high? I, I kind of went both ways. I, I did like a sine wave with my voice a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that is, that's the puberty experience is that yeah. your, your voice becomes a sine wave. It's up here. This down here. I was trying to be like really exciting, like you're like uh, like opening to like a game show host, and I just right. like, was like I couldn't decide if I wanted to go low or high, and it's like well, why don't I why don't why don't I do both? Why don't I just bring it bring it all in there? Just like <laughs> go with the flow, see how it feels. Why have one voice when you can have them all? Yeah, like like just just change your voice. That's all you have to do. That's yep. that's it's it's so easy, so easy to do. People do it all the time for animation. That's that's true. Uh, talented people. Yeah. Talented people. Does that describe you or I? I'm not certain. Mm, yeah. Uh, they, Are we Billy point. West? I don't know. What if, what if we what if we were like what if both of us? What if we were? Billy what if we West were both Billy West? <laughs> yeah. It just turned out this 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 whole podcast was a psyop for uh, Billy West or uh, or um uh um um. Like any of like any of the other po- like voice the actors other out there could, audio perform- Mark Michael Hamill Bell and all that yeah Mark Hamill Michael Bell like what if it was, what if it was just a psyop like like they were just like they made seven years of a podcast and it turns out at the end of it they turned out yeah we're both Billy West I've just been talking <laughs> and, to myself the entire time and also we didn't know <laughs> like wait a minute <laughs> somehow he can also compartmentalize his brain. Yeah, just oh, use it the left Billy and West. the right. Use it the left and the right brain simult in two different ways, in oh, two different voices. Such a talented human. It's like, like, like hard boiled Wonderland and the end of the world, but with Billy more voice acting talent. <laughs> what is what an obscure? I feel like John. I have to give you some <laughs> amount of trophy for being the first human to compare. Noted American cartoon <laughs> voice actor Billy West with noted Japanese novelist Haruki Murakami's Hard Boiled Wonderland at the End of the Earth. I mean, both are co- treasures of their own country, if if we're being honest. So. <laughs> That's true, but you found some tenuous link between the two of them that no one believed possible. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just started. I started reading that again not too long ago, and I'm just uh, like it's like reading the audiobook version it's been uh, it's been pretty interesting experience just revisiting that book after so long so yeah yeah i i feel not to make this uh murakami chat I, that was like mm-hmm. my first murakami book and i Same. also am, am kind of i kind of think it's my least favorite at this point like of all the ones he's written it's been a long time since i've read it but i remember reading a lot of them otherwise that he's written that mm-hmm. i thought were better yeah, yeah, like there's definitely one like I think part of it is like it's compartmentalized a little bit. So it uh um like it it tries to like kind of separate the dream the dreamlike state and like kind of these weird things and it doesn't really kind of follow a cohesive moment. But I'm but 
it's been a while, so I'm probably not going to be like I'm not I'm not going into bookbrit at Goodreads.com reviewer mode on it yet or anything. <laughs> yes, so. please do not. Three yeah. stars, man. Yeah. Goodreads <laughs> reviewers are the most brutal reviewers on the internet. God. Like part of every once in a while, I was like, oh, I could be a writer. I could think of that, and then I just read some Goodread reviews and like this book sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, this book just 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 like killed my dog it's like damn <laughs> okay jeez i'm sorry yeah i think someone uh you know i i have an ebook out there available you can buy you can read i think someone on goodreads definitely rated it like a one and Ooh. uh i i don't think that's a one star book like i'm not i'm not gonna say it's the best book that's ever written but it's not a one star book come on yeah Come yeah, on! You want to call them out on this uh, podcast? You want to? Yeah, let me once let me all? tell you about this guy, Goku Vegeta sixty nine. Mm. Uh, he really didn't like it. Yeah, just like definitely, definitely reads a lot of weed books. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he's like, this book one, didn't teach me how to grow weed at all. Yeah, the one star, not enough weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't uh, blame him there. I did no, market I, it as a book to learn to grow weed by. It was weird when all the back quotes were like, you asked me to make a, make it specifically about marijuana. And it was yeah. just kind of like, oh, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Noted expert right here, sure. How do you print that Snoop Dogg gif on a piece of paper? <laughs> you just It's like a little flip book, basically. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, every corner is like... Do the little dance. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, if the Snoop Dogg autobiography, I, I'm assuming he doesn't have one yet. He probably does. But if it doesn't contain like just him in the corner doing the like the drop it like it's hot dance. In there. <laughs> what? OK. What? If there is a biography of Snoop Dogg currently mm. in existence, what do you think the name of it is? And we'll take a bet, and then I'll oh, look. Man. I'll I'll search for Snoop Dogg biography on Amazon. Um, hmm. like it's definitely it's like definitely a weed pun, right? Like it's definitely a weed, or is it? Do you go some other way? Do you go like a, yeah. you find a different lane? Yeah, it's probably something. It probably you know what? I bet it's something more. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like, um, what was Ghost Dog? Was that the movie that he was in? Like, or was am I thinking? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like I, I, I bet it's like a reference to that. I would also read like you bet it's, it's a Sno Ghost Dog reference. Yes, I bet. Okay. Also, also, I would also read a Snoop Dogg biography. If it was written by Snoop Lion. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah both the same. The, then you couldn't really call it a biography at that point. Yeah, or not a biography. By, it's just as a different, told by. Snoop Lion, yeah. Snoop Lion. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a dog. It's either a dog pun or a weed pun or possibly both. In the pound or something like that. Or smoke in the pound. Smoke, smoke in the, smoke in the pound. Smoke in D-A, da, pound. 420 okay. every day. All right. First of all, we're going to search for a Snoop Dogg biography. Then we're going to find out if there is a book called Smoke in the Pound. <laughs> and if there's not, we're writing it. Okay. Yeah. Snoop Dogg biography. <sighs> there is a Snoop Dogg. Okay. There is a number of Snoop Dogg biographies, actually. Okay. Okay. Let me rephrase the question. Is there an autobiography? There is an autobiography. Oh. Yep. Uh, well, he, of course, had someone he helped that helped him write it. Uh, a, a ghost writer, if you will, a ghost dog writer. Uh, 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 um, I see what you did. It's called 
the dog father the times yes! trial the times <laughs> trials and hardcore truths of snoop dog please please tell me it's in the godfather font but the dog father um i mean it, it is a book from 1999 oh, wow. uh so this is like an early snoop dog autobiography yeah he's had a fair um, amount of history by that point though so okay. yeah but i mean there's like 20 24 years of history since yeah, a lot of a lot of capitalism has since, has since then. Got a lot of good reviews. People like it. Okay. People like it. They Does like it ha- reading about Snoop Dogg. I I don't know what the cover looks like. I don't have it in front of me, but I imagine it's just like it's him either looking up or looking down, and there's like a bunch of fog around him or something. Like maybe like a smoke machine of some sort. It's a, it's a, exactly looks like that. He's standing there. Yes. He's got his arms like out, but his hands kind of up, and he's looking down. And it's all just kind of misty or foggy. Right? It looks hell pretty fucking yeah good. Looks all right. Looks all right. Okay, he did. He Snoop Dogg has written has written a number of books. Uh, he's got cookbooks. He's got. Mm-hmm. I did find a Snoop Dogg book called "Love Don't Live Here No More," book one of Doggy Tales. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, by Snoop Dogg or by is Snoop fan- by Snoop okay. Dogg and David E. Talbert. Um, I don't know if this is. Uh, the description is an international hip hop star presents a first installment in a new series about a talented young musical performer who struggles for survival in some of Southern California's most disadvantaged neighborhoods, an effort that is complicated by his drug entanglement. Mm. And here this so this book was written in 2006. So, a few, you know, a few years, few years after the dog father. Okay. But interestingly enough, both books clock in at exactly 240 pages. <laughs> mm. Huh. Which like is some level of has some level of relation to 420. Yes, but also it feels like 240 pages might be the bare minimum length for a book to be published. <laughs> we got to get to that deadline, Snoop Dogg is. By the way, this is like it's volume 1, but it, it's book 1 of 1 also I've noticed. It is here. book 1 of 1. I don't <laughs> think Doggy Tales had book 2. I think Doggy. T- I think if if Doggy Tales ends in the cliffhanger, unless Snoop Dogg comes back to the series after seventeen years, I don't think we're finding out what happens in Doggy Tales. That that you know, I got a new I got a new goal in mind. I got, I'm going to meet Snoop Dogg. I mean, that's already a goal. I want to meet Snoop Dogg, but now I'm going to just ask him about Doggy Tales Volume Two. Do you think he has any fucking idea of what you're talking about? I, if you, you know, come up, you're like, "Where's Doggy Tales Volume 2? I think he'll be very nice and kind of laugh and go, "Like, yeah, what about like you know about that?" But he will he will dodge the question <laughs> completely. <laughs> you think he Snoop's will. got media training? He's going to learn how to take that question and spin it to talk about what he really wants to talk about. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's gonna go like go in. Like he's gonna definitely do that. I think so. Fear. Uh, what I mean, was? Went, oh, sorry. What was what? that? We did have. We did have to find out if there's something called. What was it? A smoke uh, a pound. Smoke into pound. Yeah, a smoke a duh pound. D a pound. Yeah, I, got, I wrote duh smoke. Okay, good. Smoke good. space i n space d a space pound. Yeah, is that right? Or mm-hmm. smoke the pound. I uh, smoke the pound. Yeah, I think All that's right. right. Smoke, smoke into pound. Um, hey, I found. Some, 
top top result is a uh, 100% all natural wood pellets for smokers and pellet grills. So I can <laughs> kind of assume that we are not going to get a book called Smoking. Okay. I mean, that sounds. I get, we were just buying smoke things by the pound at this okay. point. All right. I mean, like you know, that might be handy in the future. Might sure. uh, might be necessary, um, especially smoking things by the pound. Um, yeah. God, I wish this video I chose had anything to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess, like, we could, we could figure that out. I, you don't have any idea what the video is. I do. I don't. I'm the co-host. That's not my job to know what the video is. It's my right. job to look up Snoop Dogg's biographies. Exactly. And you did a fantastic job, I should say, by the way. Great Thank job. you. I feel like if anyone's looked up Snoop Dogg's books and biographies and autobiographies on a podcast before i feel like i probably did it better yeah yeah definitely i'm i'm if someone says otherwise i'm going to shoot them down and say no no exactly. my co-host aaron littleton did a banger job thank you i appreciate that support but i'm going to show you this video we're going to get ready to rolling in with it in three two one all right let's see what what we're seeing we have some sort of a factory situation. Yes. It's like a, it's a scraper, fa a factory machine. Yeah, making a uh, a thing, making a sound. I don't know what this is. He's making a lot of like. Is this gum? Is this like a gum stick making machine? <laughs> it, I don't know what I'm seeing here. <laughs> this is a video. Like the the channel name is Skiving Heat Sink. This is a video where they're making heat sinks happen. Oh, this does look like a heat sink. Yeah, that's what this is. Oh, that's a yeah. long heat sink. What are we sinking the heat from here, John? I mean, we are sinking the heat from here to Mexico right now. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. This is like longer than even those hilariously long graphics cards, so I don't know what this heat sink is for. <laughs> I presume at some point they cut it out like uh, like to, to map the size. I would assume. Would you? I mean, it all looks like a single, you know, fin that's being sort of like bent up and back and up and back. Maybe it's to like me. For, maybe it's like for like a Bitcoin mine or something. I don't know. It's possible. It's it's entirely possible. I will say now I think heat sinks looks like gum. And now yeah. I'm a little sad that like heat sinks are now the forbidden gum for me. Oh, do you think like if you could if you could if you could take off a, a piece of heat sink and chew it like bubble gum, would you? Oh man, was it? Is it thin enough? Like, here's the question: Is it thin enough that if I bite it, my teeth aren't just going to snap? Like, if I get one of the fins from a heat sink, like one of these little like metal fins, and I get it in my mouth and I bite it, will it sort of deform around my tooth? Oh, that man, that depends. Like, I, like from what it looks like right here, maybe it's like um, y you know, you always hear about like uh. Pringles hot off the uh, the conveyor belt where you like sure. you, like they they taste so much better and all that. Maybe it's kind of the same thing where like you get in this state where it's a uh, where it's cut like this. Maybe like you kind of like it's brittle and like this is it that's most chewable. Right. I so mean, maybe. if it's if it's like copper, I mean, I don't think that's poisonous. And so if it's not great, but it's, I, I mean, it's, it's not. But I mean, there's a there's a big line between listen. Like, you can eat this, and listen, <laughs> you can't eat this. Point. Point. And Those I feel like groups. copper, I mean, it's not going to break <laughs> down. I mean, if you get it, if you get a copper ball 
like smooth enough, like round enough that it's not going to cut you. You can probably right. eat copper all day long, like all day long. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that for sure. Don't try it, folks, until you check with a, a doctor or a metallurgist or some somebody that's not me. Absolutely, don't take. But I feel like you could eat copper, like copper yeah. balls. Get you a big, you know, kind of candy sack full of copper balls and down those babies Ooh. all day long. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Oh, you get like a mixed bag, of like some nickel and steel and stuff. <laughs> well, and yeah, steel, steel especially feels like it'd just go right through, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you used to have the um, uh, like the the stories from Ripley's Believe It or Not, or in Guinness Book of World Records, the guys who uh, would eat airplanes and stuff like that, one piece at a time. Right. Yeah. Like, would uh, you is though? it kind of like that? I, I might have just learned something. A guy ate an airplane. <laughs> oh, that's one of those uh, Rip, Ripley's Believe It or Not. So you could choose to believe it or not. But it was one of the things where uh, it was one of those uh, road like roadshy like like taking on the tour roadside stuff that uh like like check out this guy he's he can eat an entire plane one one piece at a time basically. And is he just eating like one piece of the plane? He's moving on to the next town, or is he you know posting up there and eating a plane per town? <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that's a. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I guess, I'm gonna I was, be here. I'm gonna be here for the next eight months uh, eating this plane. But uh, it's like, <laughs> it's you like, guys can um, come out. One ticket gets you full full access to watch me do this. <laughs> what is it like when um like what do they call it when a um when a like a touring artist like stays a few days at a place? A I'm residency. Residency. Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, it's, it's more residency. than a, it's more than a a you know tour i mean it's more than a few days for a residency is usually like a while right yeah it's like that yeah you go from town to town you go yeah. to like the air you hang out at the airport hangar for a while and you just eat this plane and people yeah, come like, by what you fly in on the plane hop out <laughs> put on a bib and proceed to eat it until yeah. you are homeless because also big- you're sleeping in the plane while you're eating it that is and a job you, that gets worse as it goes on. Like, you know, at first, like you've got a full cabin to sleep in, um, right, but then right. the more you eat, eventually that cabin is going to lose integrity, right? Like yeah. at some point, you are going to eat the walls of the cabin. I guess you probably don't go straight for the cabin, then, right? Like I feel like you're going for something. Like you got to eat the wings. Like there's a lot of good eating on a plane wing. I bet um, you save the cabin. I bet you save the cabin like a nougat. Like you save that best for last kind of thing because it's the softest presumably yeah. yeah i mean that's what i'm saying well it's also your home right like yeah. in in this plate you're flying in it's like you find in like a cessna or something you're landing on a plane you walk out you set up mm-hmm. a sign maybe a few balloons around trying to attract some attention <laughs> to get people to come and sit and watch you eat this plane for some reason yeah. <laughs> and then you just start eating and then you yeah. know eventually the plane's going to be inoperable you know after a few days i mean i don't know how long it takes to got to eat like i said nine months we're working on like a nine months plane eating schedule it might right. be a while before the plane doesn't work anymore but eventually it's not going to work anymore and eventually right. you know even if you are living in the plane while you're eating it at some point like i said you're going to get into the cabin you want to wait till live, like the warm li- months for that you don't want to eat your cabin if it's the middle of winter no, that's true. You don't want to also like it, it feels kind of gross to live in what you eat too. That that doesn't seem like very sanitary. But. It's not. I mean, it's absolutely no, like this is not a life I think most people would want, most people would seek out or or even enjoy. Uh, I'm not I'm not certain how you get to be the guy that like flies a plane in somewhere and eats it and then 
presumably buys another plane, maybe with the proceeds that you got from ticket sales of eating that first plane. And right, then you right. fly it to the next town then proceed to eat that plane, too. I, it, it's you get um, your your uh, your your dividends become smaller and smaller as you get through. You just get worse and worse playing. So <laughs> it just becomes harder and harder to eat at some point. Yeah. He started out with like a 747. He's down <laughs> to like a 1970s Cessna prop. Yeah. Single engine job. Yeah, eventually he's going to go to like a standard RC plane or something like that, or drone. (laughs) That seems sustainable, right? Like, I've so you know, could you eat a drone, Aaron? Could could you eat a drone? Do you think? I mean, I don't want to. to. I probably wouldn't eat. Could I not? Could I skip the bat? Could I skip things that are like actively dangerous for me? Right? Like, could I skip the battery? Yeah, yeah. You're not eating. You're not eating the lethal things here. You're eating the things that will like. And the things that are dangerous, like propellers and all that, will be inoperable and, like, you know, in a way that... They, like, they're well, not like, on. I, I don't have to, like, hunt no. it down and eat it while the propellers are still do on. Not, do not lick the drone. Like I when think it's on. I would prefer... If I was going to eat a drone, I think I would prefer to have to hunt it first. Like, I'd prefer the <laughs> drone to be flying around, and then I'd have to, you know, tackle it. And then, you know, just like a, just like a human... That like a hunter gatherer, I would want to rip out all the parts I can't eat, like the lithium okay. batteries and stuff, and then you, sort you, of field dress that drone and start eating it. You know, one one part of it, maybe even like make some drone jerky. You know, some you some of the like decals or something. I could I could jerk those. You're, just, you're hunting it down like the predator at this point. Just yeah, just, I mean yeah yeah. Why not? I mean that's okay, I mean it just makes I'm it taste it. better, right? Yeah, I'm for this. I mean, I would think, I mean, nothing, nothing of this is good, but at least if someone said like, here, I'll give you money to eat this drone, like that feels exploitative. But if someone was like, here, hunt this drone down and then you can eat it, then it's like, I'm doing the hunting. This is all, this is all me. Yeah. It's like just a matter of, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you because it's a uh, you you find that drone in the middle of the forest or wherever it goes. You catch it uh, with yep. uh, with your makeshift net that you've you made out of preceding like drones that you've already caught in the past parts or something like you don't you use like the the un the unusable parts of the drone you use for something else like that net. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could take those lithium batteries, like probably make some kind of like a, you know, like a throwing like a boomerang out of them or something to like throw at the next drone you're hunting down exactly and then you're in the middle of the forest by a fire just like just like like properly stripping this drone and someone comes by and like hey what you doing it's like i'm hunting they're not they (laughs) like they see you with the drone they're not gonna ask questions they like clearly you you are the superior being yeah i mean what what are you hunting a deer? <laughs> I'm hunting a drone. Also, I think you not one of those like $50 drones from Walmart either. These are the GPS enabled ones. This baby oh, goes 3,000 feet high. You got to get a license to fly it. it. It's the camera active on the drone while you're eating it. Absolutely. It's got to see what its fate is. <laughs> this seems it seems like you can sell some footage on the Internet for a high price. <laughs> yeah. See, it's so much better than eating a plane. 
yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, it's more profitable. And also, like, you don't have to spend nine months in a residency in, like, a weird, weird town that may or may not buy tickets to go see you eat this plane. <laughs> yeah. If you are the guy that's eating the plane, I imagine there's probably a lot of interest at first, right? Like, there's right. definitely, you know, people, oh, God, he's eating a plane. So weird. You know, the first few days people are coming and then then it starts getting to where like nobody's coming maybe the one or two weird kids per town that like kind of become you know your friends or something they come you don't even charge them a ticket anymore they just come and watch you eat like the fuselage right right like uh, you eventually get i think at the very end of it like once you once you max out your sales like you are basically the kid like the like the, the middle schoolers kid hangout point at that yeah point. Like, oh that's yeah the only people going around yeah i don't know why i feel like children you know like 11 year olds are going to be the most interested in watching somebody eat a plane and maybe like learning his backstory and finding out if it's something they can do too and then having some kind of you know adventure along probably- the way yeah, you probably learn a lot. I mean, things that are useless, but you probably learn a lot from this person. <laughs> like yeah, the best I mean, you can plane. definitely learn, like, the names of airplay parts. Okay, never mind. I take that back. I'm assuming that the man eating the airplane is going to know the names of the airplane parts, but I don't <laughs> suppose we, we can assume that, can we? we all, like, we I don't all- know what this part is. I just eat it. <laughs> we also assumed he was a pilot who knows how to fly a plane. <laughs> yeah. I guess we did. I mean, that is that is the story we're telling here. But I wonder, can you fly a plane without knowing the parts? I don't know. I just pull on this. Who's a what's it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to eat it later. Yeah. This is all part of our elaborate dance. He just he knows the parts more by how they feel in his stomach rather than the actual name. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, okay. hear a little knocking out of that engine. It must be uh, must be that part that makes me fart whenever I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that is. The oil contabulator. Yeah, something something in there. This guy's eating. He knows it by the the gastrointestinal distress it causes. It causes him. <laughs> Um. Yep, this sure is a video of a of a heat sink being produced, John. It's yeah, about, this is a- it's about twelve goddamn seconds. <laughs> it's actually it's it's more like forty seconds, but it loops very well. It just like, I, I- feels like twelve seconds. After if yeah. you watched it enough, there's a lot of metal getting bent here. I guess we got back to like wanting to eat a heat sink, right? And like whether right. you, I what I, you know with the like I said, if it's if it's copper, I guess is that what they make heat sink out of? Copper, aluminum, yeah, something Mostly like copper. That. I think. Yeah, I think you could. I think if you chew, if it was thin enough, and you could chew it into kind of a a non pokey ball. Like just something smooth. If you could really work it up into some heat sink cud in your mouth, you could probably you could probably go to town on a heat sink. It there's surely the moment when it click like when it kind of like it's halfway bent and it like kind of curves a little bit before uh-huh. it straightens out. Where it looks delicious. I'm just gonna. That's say. what I'm like- saying. Like it's it's not by accident that we're talking about eating this thing. Like it right. definitely looks like. A food like at the very least some of those like 
ultra dry like wafer cookies that you can yeah. buy you know that are like the rectangle like it absolutely could be part of that production process like what we're seeing right here this could right. be the making of like wafer cookie tops it could be it could be like a Maybe it's the same process. Like, you know, sometimes they share like share processes between the two, like on how they make certain objects and certain things. Yeah, you put Maybe copper through it once, then you put the like puff yeah. pastry through it the next time and you're good to go. Yeah, what the FDA doesn't know doesn't hurt them. Absolutely not. <laughs> that dude ate a plane once. Yeah, that dude, once. He went from town <laughs> to town. Yeah. It's finally killed by a pack of rabid middle schoolers. Yeah, it was uh, it was tr- very tragic. Yeah, yeah, got too close, far too close to the local fauna. <laughs> Middle schoolers can be classified as fauna, can't they? <laughs> Absolutely. They uh, that is like middle man. Middle school was a terror. I'm just gonna say, like middle. Like, I that hated is, no middle. one. No worse school times. If anyone says they liked middle school and had a good time, they are they they are an imposter. They They're a cop. Uh, Almost certainly, They're, yeah. They do not do not trust them. Don't believe their lies. <laughs> I broadly think that the later it takes for someone to enjoy school, the more well-rounded of a person they are. I mean, like I I I can see that. I mean, I kind of enjoyed like some parts of elementary school. I think for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. There's enjoyment in elementary school. Fine. Yeah. El- no man fucking i hated elementary school too. <laughs> okay. i don't think i had a good time at school at all until college and i really liked right. college ultimately but uh the uh but no man i just i remember sitting in my second grade classroom and in my classroom there was an orange cabinet and it was it was like bright orange i feel maybe i've told this story on this podcast before or not i don't, I don't know. think so i've never heard it okay so i was sitting in my second grade classroom and hating school hating the fact i was there wishing i could be literally anywhere else and i remember looking over at this at this orange cabinet and i became irrationally angry at this cabinet and not not just the cabinet, but the thought process that resulted in the cabinet being in my classroom was, was like, did they do? Do they think I'm going to enjoy looking at this brightly colored cabinet? Do they think that's going to make it better that they make me sit in this classroom? I don't fucking think so. I don't <laughs> think so. So bad at this orange I, I cabinet. I do have to ask a question since the region that we are living in has a college football team. No, it was not a UT cabinet. It was not a university of China. It was just like, I get it. It's like an elementary school. You want to put in brightly colored furniture, right? Like you, I guess you want to, you want to make it fun. You want to make it like appealing for children. But like I saw through their fucking bullshit, (laughs) even as like a seven year old, I'm like, I cannot deal with this cabinet. It's just orange and I don't like it. It makes me angry that, that like they tried to do anything to make this better. I wish that was like one of those cabinets that opens up and there's like nails in them. Because that's oh, more the vibe of this classroom. This classroom is is that vibe, not orange cabinet vibe to me. Damn, I I just have <laughs> that's I, what I, I thought in my brain as a seventh grader because of an orange cabinet. I just 
I have a strong mental image in my head of little Aaron Littleton uh, in the uh, in the second grade classroom, just looking. I, I'm presumably up at this cabinet. I bet it's all like all high up on the wall. It was like it set. It set. It was like a cabinet that like sets on the floor in my right. mind, like a double. Like you could open it as two doors. It's like a supply cabinet. Okay. You know, the teacher okay. kept supplies in there, and they just made it orange so it would be brightly colored. Okay. And like, but, fucking why? You're going to make me be here, and then you're going to dress it up like it's some kind of fun place to be? That's worse than acknowledging what I'm this just, place is. <laughs> the image in my head is just you flipping off the with the middle finger going, fuck you, to this cabinet yeah. as a second grader. And it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Don't forget my incredibly thick glasses and poofy curly hair that I had when I was seven years old <laughs> to complete this image. That is, uh, did anyone else, like, did anyone else point out, like, did, were other people aware of this orange cabinet? And, like, I mean, how they had brightly- to be aware of it. I mean, it was in our, cl- it was in our classroom, but I never, like, I never got with anybody else. Let's put our heads together, guys. What are we, what are we thinking about this orange cabinet over at the corner? It was, it was, it was something I kept to myself and just silently brooded on through a lot of second grade. <laughs> See, I my my problems with second grade were uh, I think I like I was like like I remember like trying to tell like kids facts I read in books or something like yes you know you're in second grade you don't know right you find something interesting you want to tell people about it like I learned that like oh Alaska's way bigger than Texas and it doesn't look like that on the map but it it is it's like two you know x amount of size on that and I try to tell like uh, classmates that and it's like it's like no it isn't it's like I fucking read it in a book. <laughs> Goodreads rated it five stars. What the fuck? Five stars. This book was great. Yeah. <laughs> Comparative size. I learned. I learned from this book. And you're going to say it's a fucking liar? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> that was my second grade experience. And like, we're and both. It, you're, you're in your school flipping off children that <laughs> will not listen to your, your God-given knowledge you learned from a book. I'm in my school flipping off a cabinet of whom I took umbrage with its color. It's a similar situation. I mean, pretty. I, I think in all, like in the long run of things, I think that just equals well adjusted, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a hundred percent right. That's why we've been watching this heat sink being created for the last twenty five damn minutes. Oh man, and, because uh, we're well adjusted. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't watch it anymore. I can't watch it. The sound. There's a sound to it. There that is. It a, won't there stop. is a lot of a sound. Oh, I started God. wondering if I could hear that sound outside of my headphones because I wear, you know, like these, you know, over the ear, like mm-hmm. big cans when we record this podcast. And it just, I heard that sound so much so often. It started feeling like maybe it wasn't coming from my headphones. Maybe it was actually the sound of the world being scraped was, into a heat sink. Yeah. It just, forever it just and like ever. it turns out. It's a, it's a form of tinnitus actually at that point where it's like you like you just always have heard it as part of your daily life. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course, there's always been a heat sink machine in your living room, Aaron. Of yeah, course, it's, it's just, always been just out of reach. Yeah, it just keeps on going. It keeps on creating it. Where does it go? We don't know. We don't know. Just get in the orange cabinet, Aaron. Everything will be okay in the orange cabinet. <laughs> that that's a hell of a Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we did it though didn't we we did we did we we got through that video and by the way like this this account definitely has way more videos of if you want to see heat sinks being 
Skippy and Skivved, as, as they call them. Um, you can uh, you can watch that all day, every day. I mean, I recommend it. it. Yeah, well, we did it. Maybe we I'm did mute. It the time. Maybe, maybe, like you know, like experience it a little bit. Decide for yourself, audience. Like you go in there, feel like I definitely was slowly like lowering the volume throughout the entire video as I realized, <laughs> oh no, this is this is a bad sound. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's not no, great. It's, it's uh, it's very, it's very. Uh, if you like Murzbo, you like the sound of this mm-hmm. uh, this album. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been a video death loop. We uh, we did it, as Aaron said. Um, you can uh, we do this every week for the most part. Um, we switch we switch on it like uh, uh, switch hosting duties on on that. You can ask us questions about why and or anything that we talked about today about eating airplanes, uh, copper or otherwise. Uh, questions at videodeathloop.com. Um, yeah, I mean, if you know if you know how good copper is to eat, let us know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm just taking a stab that it might be all right to eat some copper. Yeah, I imagine like um, I think you know I've definitely accidentally like licked copper in the past, and I definitely remember it has like a distinctive taste to it or something. Yeah, so, tastes like, like blood. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, the uh, um, yeah. That's it's uh, a, a let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like the r- rest of it can it was not admissible in court. Um, yes. The uh, uh, you can like us on your social medias. Tell tell friend. Tell everyone about it. Um, tell you know just just tell people. Just tell a random person. You look at them like you. Have you listened to a video death loop today? And then you tell them about video death loop and. Uh, um, if we're on Goodreads, you can. I don't think we are, but you can rate us on Goodreads. I don't think somehow, somehow, IMDb now has like a full listing for Video Deathloop on it. We do. Um, I don't know how that happened. Every single episode is listed on IMDb. Uh, it it must be some sort of automated thing. But you know what? Just for fun, go rate us on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, you rate your. F- I I don't think I've ever rated anything on IMDb. I don't know who does, but if you are and you're feeling like you're in a votey mood, go vote. Yeah, go vote. Find the weirdest place you can find Video Death Loop and vote. Yeah, and let us know too because like to like to see that. Um, yep. Um, I think that's all I have to say. Aaron, you got anything else to say? Folks, have a great week out there. Yeah, yeah. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>